worship him and thank him this morning and say lord i'm grateful to be alive thank you lord jesus that i'm alive it's not a joke i am alive other people are dead but i'm alive and because i'm alive lord i am grateful thank you lord jesus for all you have done for me you have done so much for me lord i appreciate you lord i thank you lord be thou be exalted in jesus mighty name we have prayed and father we thank you that we are alive when your blessing when your grace we ask this morning again that you bless us in the name of jesus and father let your name alone be glorified thank you father in jesus mighty name we have prayed shout hallelujah please be seated and may the lord bless you this morning okay i said we had two testimony but i forgot we have more than two we have i can remember four five i said two of my sons came from uk this week and uh, they have wonderful testimony i said we have addition to our instruments the lord continue to bless us in jesus name okay uh, two other more brother tosin and uh, brother david they finished their nc successfully and uh, they've collected their statement of results Bratosi had distinction all true distinction in education distinction in general courses distinction in mathematics distinction in computer all true brother david had three distinctions and one credits well these are my children my products and as i'm looking up to them they are the future hod provost of this college already his position is reserved for him he knows that these are wonderful people and we appreciate them may the lord bless you in jesus name congratulations and they have started their degree with adequately adjusted university so they will finish in three years time we have started god bless you hallelujah okay one of my son also built a house and we went there yesterday to dedicate it brother kind day that used to play drum here i just moved into his house he works in lagos with a travel homes hotel as the accountant and he has built his house in oshogbo we started together at okefia you know him so he just finished his house very beautiful one and uh, we went there yesterday to pray for it that's a great thing so many testimony are coming in your own testimony will be part of it in jesus name what okay okay uh, okay Okay, we received good news concerning our accreditation this week for NCE. We had a successful accreditation and we bless God for that. Praise the name of the Lord. It's a big thing, but I'm just sharing it in a small, small way so that uh, you just be keeping it. But when you see the full manifestation, you'll be happy. You will dance around. So please, if you have, you have a first degree in education 
or English and uh, you have been in this church for the past five years past five years you have been consistent here see us at the end of a uh, service for immediate employment you are first degree in education and maybe you have English as your main focus and you have been in this church for some time you can see us at the end of the service and may the Lord perfect your blessing in Jesus name we are in a month of perfection Psalm 138, verse 7 and 8 emphasize what perfection means. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 33 also talk about perfection. And that is why we know that perfection also belongs to us. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1 also talk about perfection. If you are in any of this scripture, you can just see it so that your eyes will be open to what God is saying about perfection. Okay, sir. Okay, second Samuel 22 verse 36 says, God is my strength and power, He makes my way perfect. Let me tell your neighbor, say, God will make your way perfect. You are not saying it very well as a prayer. When the scripture is saying, God makes my way perfect, what he's saying is that God has perfected everything that concerns me. I have a complete testimony. As I stand before you, my standard is to have complete testimony. No sorrow at all. I want to be a living example that grace work. In all, in all areas. I told workers in the morning, I've quoted Genesis 24 verse 1 all these years. That Father Abraham was well advanced in age. And the Lord had blessed Father Abraham in all things. All things. So I must be blessed in all things. I don't know about you. But that is my focus. I must be blessed in all things. In all things. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Complete joy will be my testimony. I don't know about you. Say with me. Complete joy will be my testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 138 verse 7 and 8 Psalm 138 verse 7 and 8 also an important scripture he said though I walk in the midst of trouble you will revive me you will stretch out your hand against the rod of my enemies your right hand will save me verse 8 look at verse 8 verse 8 says put on verse 8 Psalm 138 verse 8 he says the Lord will perfect that which concerns me turn to your neighbor say the Lord will perfect you are not saying it with faith. That which concerns you. The miracle that God has started from the beginning of this year, he perfected this month. How many of you know that God has started something in your life? May the Lord perfect it. Your testimony will be complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken in the name of Jesus. You will have complete testimony okay which one is the third one I said we should read on this which was the third one eh Genesis chapter what verse 1 Genesis 17 verse 1 is the third one I'm laying the foundation of what perfection means when Abraham was 99 years old the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him I'm almighty God walk before me and be blameless. Another scripture says, walk before me and be perfect. No, 
today is the last Sunday in the month of July, a month of perfection. That is why you have to be attentive this morning. And make sure if there's anything you have missed, you get everything together and focus what God is about to do in your life. What does it mean to enjoy perfection? It means to live a life of purpose. That's what perfection means. It means to live in the center of God's will for your life. It means to be in his perfect will. In those days when we were young, I don't know what youth nowadays used to say. In those days when we were young, we used to say, there's a perfect will of God. There's a permissible will of God. In other words, there are some things you want to do and God will say, mm-hmm, go ahead. But there's something you want to do that God will be happy that you are doing it. When you enter the purpose of God for your life, the perfect will of God for your life, you are walking in perfection. Because anytime you are out of his will, you are walking against his pleasure, against his joy for you, you will necessarily have embarrassment and pain. So you have to walk in his purpose. That is what it means to walk in his will. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says that all things work together for good. That is perfection. Put it there. All things work together for good for those people that love God and for those people that accord according to his purpose. Once purpose of God is in place, even disappointment will turn to appointment. Once you are in the will of God, everything that happens to you is a miracle. Everything, not one thing. So that's what we call perfect situation. Your disappointment bring blessing. Your abuse bring blessing. People love you, it bring blessing. When they hate you, it bring blessing. All things work together for you. Under the purpose of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those people who work according to his purpose for their life. You will not miss God's purpose for your life. Amen. Anytime we are talking about purpose, some people think that ah, it's very difficult to work uh, in this purpose. So I'm going to show you three ways to work in God's purpose all your life. What does it mean to work in God's purpose? Number one, to live a life of fission. The purpose of God for your life is that you must be fission-oriented. God cannot help you where you lack vision. It is the vision that you see that determines your decisions in life. So many of you don't know that your decisions are small because you don't see much. It is what you see that you attract. What you don't see, you can attract it. You don't expect it. That is why when God wants to bless you, he opens your mind to see bigger things so that you can say, oh, this thing can be possible. He opened your mind daily to widen your imagination and vision and horizon. 
if you have come to a place where you don't see new fish anymore, you die. What keeps you alive is the fish that God has given to you. What makes you an actor in life is the fish that you carry. An actor, no, they die for film. And what makes you an actor is the fish. If you lack fish, you have started dying. Proverbs 29 verse 18 Where there is no fish on the people perish. He that keeps the law that have the fish on. Fish on. That's number one. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6. These people they have imagined to do this thing and nothing will be restrained from them. When you have fish on, you become unstoppable. In fact, when you have fish on, you are walking on a jet plane. Your life becomes unstoppable. It doesn't matter what happened. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14. The Lord said to Father Abraham, after Lot was separated from him, he said, come on, stop looking at people. Lift up your eyes and see all the land that you see. I'll give to your designer forever. If you can see fish, nothing leaves your life. Nothing. Not if you are empty and you still have fish, you still have money. You still have people. It is fish that brings attraction and beauty to your life. It is fish. The eyes at which you see is what brings beauty to you. It's what attracts favor to you. When you don't see, you become a beggar in life. It is fish. Fish is number one thing that helps you to be in God's purpose. Fish is number one thing. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. I will stand on my watch door and I will watch and see what God is saying to me. I will write the fish on. I will make it plain so that it may run that read it. Put on verse 2. So that it may run. I will make sure I'm living a life that is full of fish on. That's what brings blessing. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the fish on. Write it. Make it plain on tablets that in the wrongs who read it. Verse 3. Verse 3 says, For the fish is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak. It will not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. I prophesy your vision will be fulfilled. The only person that comes to church and have no answer is a man that wake up and come to church without a vision in his mind. When your mind is empty of vision, your life is empty of results. There is no man or woman that can stop a man that is full of vision. And you cannot help a visionless man. Nobody has the capacity to carry and help you for life. It's your fisher that will carry you for life. Nobody. Not even the government. When I retire, they will give me gratuity. They give, it will surprise that your gratuity and pension cannot carry you. The only thing that carries a man throughout life is your fisher. Because fisher puts you in the center of God's purpose. If we keep showing you dream, if we keep showing you fisher, Joseph grew up with his father. But he was a man of vision. He was a man of dream. 
They hated him because their father loved him. But that does not stop his vision. He told his brother they hated him the more. He dreamt again. And eventually, it came to pass. They could not stop him. Because your purpose in life is tied to your vision. If I hear you speak with me for five minutes, I will know whether you are going somewhere. I will know whether you have a vision for your life. Vision is number one thing that is important for your life. Vision is number one thing that is important for your life. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Another translation says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Will you not open your eyes to see it? In other words, you feel that you are done. God says, you are not done. I am doing something new. You feel that you are disturbed. God says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now is I spring forth. Shall you not know it? In other words, will you not see it? Will you not lift up your eyes to see what I'm doing? Now is I spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'm doing something new. Open your eyes and see what I'm doing around your life. That's what God is saying. Fission is what puts you in God's purpose. It is what you see that determine decisions that you make in life. It's decisions that you make in life that determine your future. Your purpose in life is tied to your vision. God told Father Abraham, come out and see the star. If you can count the star, in other words, if you can see the star and count them, so shall your children be. They shall be numerous. God keep telling all our covenant fathers to open their eyes and see. If you don't see, you cannot have it. You can't attract it. If you can see something better for your life, it's not about money. It's about the mental picture of a preferred future in your mind that determine your tomorrow. That's what puts you in the center of God's will. It can come like a dream. It can come like a word. It can come like an innate desire that God has built with you. That's what puts you in God's purpose. People may understand you. People may not understand you. But the greatest blessing you can do for yourself is to separate yourself from somebody that does not appreciate your vision. Separate yourself. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 says, you should move away from somebody that does not celebrate your vision. It doesn't feel you can go anywhere because they can distract you. Have no fellowship with unfruitful work of darkness, but rather expose them. Any man that does not have a vision is walking in darkness. Doesn't appreciate your vision for life. Have no fellowship with them because they can affect and discourage you. Number one thing that put you in God's what? God's purpose is vision. Number two things that put you in God's purpose is to live a life of favor. Why do I say this? Romans chapter 9 verse 16. It is not of him that will it. It is not of him that what? Work it. But of him that showed mercy. John chapter 8, verse 56. The secret of Father Abraham's success is revealed in this verse. Your father Abraham, Abraham blesses a mind that you are quoting. 
And Jesus is pointing us back to Father Abraham now. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. What was the day of Jesus that Father Abraham saw? The day of grace. Where did Father Abraham see? Because they asked him, you are not yet up to 50 years old and you are talking about Father Abraham. He said, Father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and was glad. What did Father Abraham see? He saw the day of Jesus at Mount Moriah in Genesis 22, beginning from verse 17. He wanted to offer Isaac as a sacrifice to the Lord to appease God. God appeared to him and said, Don't lay your hand on the boy. I have provided an offering for you. And when he saw the offering, the lamp that God has prepared for the sacrifice that will make God bless him, he was happy. He said, You, you are seeing me now, and you are not happy. You are seeing grace personified, you are not happy. Your father Abraham. He said, You are reading about Father Abraham, and you are saying, Hey, Abraham, Abraham blesses our mind. Abraham blesses our mind. Don't you know what made Father Abraham unique was grace? Your father Abraham rejoiced to see grace where he was about killing his only son, beloved son, and grace took over. The lamp of the world came in. He offered the lamp instead of his son. And he rejoiced. Ah, if not for grace, Isaac would have died. I say he was glad. What made Father Abraham a fulfilled person was that he did not kill his Isaac. Jesus stood in place of his Isaac. What makes you happy, fulfilled, purposeful is grace for you. There's something I learned about grace this week. Do you know that you can be surrounded with your enemy and yet grace will still work for you? This person hates you. This person hates you. What is that you are about to take is among your enemies. At the peak of that decision, one of your enemies says, I don't know why. I just want to help you. Your hack enemy will change his mind the last minute. Because when grace is at work, your enemy will work for you without knowing. Please sit down. What happened? You ask them, why are you doing this thing for me? They say, I don't know. I don't know. You know I don't like you. You know I hate you. You know I don't normally want to see you. But something inside me just say, I'm a good person. I can't do this thing. You know, they wanted to kill Joseph. They say, let us kill him. And see what will become of his dream. And somebody say, no sir. He's our brother. His blood will cry. Let's put him into a pit. And he had it in mind. After his brothers have left, he will pull him out. Somebody also say, ah, animal can kill him. Let's sell him. Even in the midst of his persecutor, somebody still love him. That's what grace is. It's unmerited. You can be surrounded by the enemy, yet when grace is at work, there will be a way out for you. There will be a way out for you. I pray that this month grace will speak for you. I pray in this land grace will speak for you. When you walk under the grace of God, you are walking in the purpose of God. Because what makes things work now is grace. We're in the era of grace. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. 
sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law you are under what you are under what for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under the law i am under grace i am under grace i can't hear you say i'm under grace say with me i will enjoy unmerited favor where other died i will live where other suffer i will enjoy where other do not have result i will have results where other lack help i will have have help where other lack job i will get job that what we call grace grace is exemption from trouble that's what we call grace if i testify of grace my life will be unique from that of my sibling they will see that ah there's something striking about you and when god is speaking grace into your life your own taste will be different it will be different everybody we know something is working for this person something something is working for you that's what we call the grace factor when you are walking under the grace of god you have all round testimony because grace makes things to work for you grace was working grace Ruth chapter 2 verse 16 Ruth was working as a slave girl trying to find what to eat and the master commanded let bundles of grain drop for her on purpose on purpose and do you know what grace is that purpose that grace will work for you this week raise your hands to heaven say before my need come the resources to meet the need will be waiting on grant on purpose money on purpose breakthrough on purpose open door on purpose connection draw for me on purpose phone call enter my here on purpose credit alert on purpose in the mighty name of jesus this season i will not be embarrassed ay, 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 ay. that's what we call favors on purpose on purpose you are about to be embarrassed say what you are thinking about a mountain trouble how will i overcome this mountain and a call just enter pastor you know what there's this information now that we do us good. Let's do it this way. Let's do it. I see, and that problem soft like a butter. And <laughs> you begin to laugh. Who is this God? I was just worried about this thing. Everything that represents your worry. Before the end of this year, favor will solve the problem for you. What look like a mountain? That's what favor does. On purpose. Let bondu fall purposely for her purposely for her that's faithful and do not rebuke her leave them for her leave the blessing for her leave the blessing for her don't rebuke her she needs it and she got it and favor put her in line of her purpose for her life whatever looks so difficult for you to achieve maybe there is a tool you need maybe there is a certificate that you, i don't know what you need that will push you forward. May favor bring it your way. Amen. Can I speak more on favor? Genesis chapter 27, verse 3. Rebecca had 
that the blessing is going to Esau, not Jacob. And Rebekah said, look, let me prepare the food that your father loved for you. Take the blessing instead of Esau. Were they not born from the same mother? God said, Jacob I love. And you can't query God because he is God. Genesis 27 verses 1 to 10. Genesis 27 verses 1 to 10. And when he arrived to take the food to the father, the father said, how did you get the food so quickly? Because I want bush meat. Bush. It's inside bush. And when you are chasing bush meat, you do a lot of hard work to catch one. For you to catch one, come to the house, dress it, fry it, make a soup that your father will love. It will take a long time. The father said, ah, the food is arriving so soon. How is it that you get this? He said, the God, your father, brought it my way. I did not labor. Ping. You enter the bush. God or my father brought me to you. He said, this must be a joke. And when the father heard it, he was happy. He released multiple abundant blessings upon the boy. And uh, when the one that went to the bush came, or the labor, he came with labor and said, my father hit. The father said, I don't fool. He said, but sir, he took the blessing unjustly. That is what his name is. His name is a fraudster. The father said, I know. But I bless him and he shall be blessed. He said, Father, do you have only one blessing? He said, I have made him your master. He said, Daddy, bless me again. He said, I have given him the corn. He said, Father, bless me. He said, I have given him the wine. He said, bless me. He will rule over you. That's what favor does. Favor preferred the food. Favor located the meat. Favor commanded the blessing. In fact, the mother said, let the course that your father may raise because of the let it be on me. Ah, you see now. I want to come on here. Let it be. Look, look at look at that favor. Very thick one. Very thick one. God asked me to present to somebody. That kind of favor will happen to you. There's some favor when he enters your life. It will change your story completely. You will wonder, why would this person do this so much for me? Why? Why? Favor will put you in God's purpose. That is why you have to be in God's favor all the days. So you can struggle. There are people that are struggling. They will struggle and struggle and they have little. But there are some people that are living in the center of God's favor all their life. And because they are living in the center of God's favor, things happen to them with ease. What other people struggle for years to achieve, they achieve it easily. My sister, anybody called me and said, so, so person, mentioned a very great name. He has a very big land. He has secondary school. I said, ah, why wouldn't they turn into an institution? And my sister said to me, I said, is every life like your own? Don't you know the favor of God is upon your life? My other sister is a Christian. He's a pastor. Her husband is a pastor. 
He said, is it not that God make it easy for you? How many ministries do you see that are having an institution? He said, before now, what we used to hear, and we have been hearing it, is that ministry have secondary and primary school. Is it not you that came here? Make, make it look as if it is easy to do. Then I pause for a moment. I say, come to think about it. It is God's favor. Even some ministries started with a lot of resources and they had secondary school, they have primary school, they have secondary school. They never even thought. See, how many people even thought that this thing is possible? Is it not because God's favor make it easy for you? I say, oh, you are right. It is God's favor. I pray for you this morning. What look difficult, God will make it easy for you. Amen. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. Do you know, do you know that I'm not even talking about school alone. Even buying a car look difficult for some people. There are some people was it my daughter that was talking to me that she carries somebody a, a, is that the registrar or resident doctor and told my daughter that I've been saving for how many years? She said for two or three years I've been trying to get a car. I've no, I could not gather it together. Yeah. There are people that work for 10 years. They could not even buy a car. There are people that does that. There are people that work for 40 years. They could not even build a house. Don't you notice that? There are some people who in a car look like a big mountain to them. A big mountain. And there are some people a car of 40 million is like a car of 1,000. Car has turned to bicycle or like spoke. Oh, grace. They, they are past the level of struggling. Whatever it is that you are struggling with now, FIFA will make it easy for you. There are some people that enjoy continuous promotion effortlessly. They just ride. Wherever they are, doors open. Effortlessly. Do you know that some people don't pray about food to eat? Do you know in this country, some people don't pray about food to eat? Some don't think about clothes to wear. They don't struggle. What clothes I'm going to wear? Favor make provision easy for them. Make some things easy. What other people struggle to do? They just know that by God's favor, things will work for them. Raise your hands to heaven. By the favor of God, things will work for you. Amen. You are not saying amen very well. Amen. What other people struggle to achieve will be your easy testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Walking in God's favor, it was put to you. In God's purpose. Revelation chapter 3 verse 7. I know you are weak. I've opened a door before you. Which no man can shut. May the Lord open doors for you in Jesus name. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 15. Anyone that you see. Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 15. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. And we are going to move to the next one. Which one do you have now? And we love you and bless you. Say amen. amen. It will multiply you. It will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land and your grain. You are not saying amen very well. Amen. And your new wine. The Lord will bless your oil and the increase of your cattle and the offering of your flock in the land which is sure to your father to give you. Raise your hands to everybody. I'm covered by his favor.
His favor will bring blessing upon my life. I will enjoy blessing. Effortlessly, doors will open for me in the name of Jesus. Don't forget this scripture. I was preaching somewhere. I can't remember where I was preaching. And somebody asked me, Sir, you quoted Psalm chapter 7, verse 13, that the Lord said, We love us. Are you sure that is in the Bible? I said, No, read it. You know, because when I'm preaching, I'm fast at time. I just mentioned the scripture and just move on. I said, Turn to it and read it. I said, Really? God said, He will love me. I said, He will love you and bless you. He will not only love you, He will prove that He loves you and bless you. May the Lord bless you with His favor. Okay, tell me chapter 16, verse 15. We are, we are reading two more and we'll move to the next one. 16, verse 15. John chapter 16, verse 15. Seven days. Okay, this is not the place where I'm going. Because the Lord your God will bless you. Seven days you shall keep a sacrifice to the Lord your God in the place which the Lord chooses. This is where I'm going. Because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce, in all the work of your hand, so that you surely rejoice. Say amen. Okay, this is where I'm going. We come to church on Sunday to worship him. Because the Lord has blessed the work of our hand. And he said, the Lord will bless the work of your hand in all that you do. So, on the seventh day, you will come to the Lord to worship him. He says, surely, the Lord will bless all the work of your hand. He says, surely, the Lord will bless all the work of my hand. By the time I return next Sunday, I will have greater testimony in the name of Jesus. Say a beautiful amen. amen. Okay, keep this scripture for me. Keep it. I've still mentioned it again. Keep it. Because you are going to rejoice in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Look at what it says. Jesus increased in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God. Amen. May you increase in favor. You are not saying me very well. It doesn't matter the anointing that you carry. You must also carry favor. Because favor makes things happen. Are you hearing me now? So don't despise favor. Favor is a special gift. Your money cannot buy it. Favor is from the Lord. So you pray for favor. Lord, as I'm going out today, let me find favor in your sight. And this week, may the Lord give you special favor in Jesus' name. So we are talking about walking in the center of God's will or walking in his purpose for your life. Number one, where do you walk? You live where? I can't hear you. A life of vision. Number two, you live a life of favor with God. You are conscious of this thing. What is the future that God saw in me? Am I in favor with God? Am I increasing in favor? May you increase in favor all the days of your life in Jesus' name. Those are the people that will testify of favor tomorrow. I want to my I want to for I want to my complain is because favor did not work for them. When favor works for you, you will have a reason to thank the Lord. Favor will work for you in Jesus' name. You are an abundant grace church, and this are year of our flowing grace and abundant mercy. May favor work in your life. These are times that people are actually shouting that there is no money. There is no fuel. There is no this. And to tell you the truth, some people are enjoying the season. You want me to tell you something? I'm not enjoying the season. I'll be honest with you. Some people are enjoying the season. My children that came from UK said to me, Daddy, we love this season. 
You know why? They are honeymoon in pants. He <laughs> said, now, please sit down. Now, we can come, come home, fledge your money, around. This season, favor will locate you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. Favor can locate anybody. Not only those who are abroad, though. Not so that are abroad. I said to somebody on phone, one of, one of my son, a pastor in Overcomer years back, I said, you are complaining that the situation is hard. What do you feel there in Lagos? He said, Daddy, I must not complain. I must be honest with you. I just opened an estate. I'm doing well. I said, I just want to know that you are doing well. You will do well. This season, you will give testimony of God's blessing. In the name of Jesus. Can God do it? The way you are looking at it, I see this impossible case. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I walk in favor. I live a life of favor. The grace of God will speak for me. Doors will open for me. Connection will happen to me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say the loudest, Amen. What I'm saying is that you have to increase in favor. If economic uh, indices are high, just say, Lord, increase favor in my life. I want your favor in my life. I want multiple doors to open for me. I have multiple doors. You can stretch your faith and say, Lord, I want favor in this area. Now you have a vision that if this door open, life will be easier. Lord, you can do this thing. And God will do it for you. And you say, Amen, well, how many of you believe here that God is good? Are you sure? Can you preach it? Okay, tell your neighbor, say, I know the God that I serve. You are not saying it well, though. Open your mouth and say it again to him. Okay, touch him, touch him. Say, I know the God that I serve. My God is a good God. He will show you favor. Say amen three times. You see, people get so used to favor that even when we are preaching about it, show washa. Wow. Really, wow. Favor, wow. Yes, favor, wow. God does miracles through His grace. Hallelujah. Okay, number three things that help you to live in God's will for your life, that help you to live in the live a life of purpose is to live a life of joy a live live a life of joy um psalm chapter 35 verse 27 says let them shout for joy let them say continually let the lord be magnified that has pleasure and the prosperity of what of his what of his people Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says don't be sorrowful don't be sad be glad for the joy of the lord give your strength Turn to your neighbor and say, the joy of the Lord is his purpose for your life. The joy of the Lord gives you strength. Psalm chapter 16 verse 11. Psalm chapter 16 verse 11 says with you, Psalm 16, 11. Put on Psalm 16 verse 11. What does he say? You will show me the path of life in your presence. is the fullness of joy at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. 
what is the path to life to purpose is joy and i'm showing you now if you want things to be better change your look change your attitude be thankful be joyful that's what change things you are not looking morose because things are bad things are bad because of your look is your look that determines the way things are you change your look things will get better I don't think that I will just give you a law about how to be joyful. And I will not show you sources of joy. I'm going to show you here sources of joy why you can be happy. Without any money in your pocket, you will still be very happy. Praise God. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 16 to 19. Psalm chapter 5 verse 11. Whichever one you see, let's be quick. I want to round up quickly, quickly quickly okay for god gives wisdom and god gives knowledge and god gives joy to a man who is good in his sight are you good in god's sight how many of you are good in god's sight this morning you are very very sure that you are good tell your neighbor i am good in god's sight god see me as a good man god see me as a good woman say god see me as a good lady how many wicked ladies do we have in the house? <laughs> the Bible says God gives wisdom, God gives knowledge, and God gives joy. So joy is a gift. If you are good in his sight, if you are righteous, then the gift of joy must be part of your inheritance. The gift of joy, 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 the gift of joy. Are you hearing me now? It's a gift that comes from the Lord because the joy of the lord is your strength is a gift so depression is not a gift from the lord feeling sad is not a gift from the lord god wants you to be happy and be joyful at all times he wants your eyes to bright to be bright everything about you to be like smiling having a broad face is not god's will for you okay psalm chapter 5 verse 11 and first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 3 to 17. But let all those who put their trust in you rejoice. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let those who that trust the Lord rejoice. How many of you trust God? Okay. The Bible says if you trust the Lord rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. God will defend you. How many of you want God to defend you this week? Then you have to rejoice. You have talked. You have talked. You have talked. Nobody's understanding. You leave them. Just let God defend you. And this week, God will defend you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let those people who love your name be joyful. If you love the name of the Lord, just as a sister I just sang, just as people are singing, uh, Sister Topland. Where is this that applied? I can't see her again. Okay, since she did. Okay. <laughs> Just as you were saying, his name is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. If you love his name, the Bible says you should be joyful. Say compulsory cause. You are living in his purpose. Let those people who love your name be joyful in you. By all means, you must be joyful. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses what? Verse 
16 to 19 is a long rejoice always always rejoice tell your neighbor say always rejoice and i want to see the way apostle paul put it he said rejoice pray without ceasing not pray rejoice this is some of you say ah um he said even before you pray for something that is bothering you rejoice first you first rejoice. Only Lord Joy or me, or Joy or me, or Joy or me. Only Lord Joy or me, or Joy or me, or Joy or me. You are singing as if you are going for a wedding feast, but yet you have something that is bothering your heart. Then you now begin to say, Lord Jesus, please help me. Eh? And God will say, Ah, any none you. I thought you have come for Thanksgiving, but you have a prayer request. He said, then pray without ceasing. Verse 18. Verse 18. We are going to 19. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Perfect will of God for you is that you rejoice at all times. Perfect will of God. That's why they will ask you. You see where we choose say it is well. You see where with your husband it is well. You see where with your children it is well. You see where with your work it is well. Are you sure it is well? It is well because God is on the throne. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do not quench the spirit. When you are sad, you quench the spirit. When you are not excited, you cannot be anointed. The anointing on your head is not an anointing for annoyance. It's anointing for joy. The anointing. Look, if you are not happy, can you dance like you do if you are not happy? Somebody came to play comedy for people. He said, I'm not your problem. If I can't joke and you don't laugh, that's your problem. Your money is a waste. So they start laughing. Say, Timbabuyen, Say, I enter. Instead for you to be clapping, you are not clapping. If I can't joke, whether you lack or you don't lack, whether you laugh or you don't laugh, it's your problem. I have received my money in advance before coming here. So by force, they start laughing. So he started picking them one by one, abusing them. Abusing them. <laughs> That's what they do now. It's very easy to make people laugh. You just pick one day. Say, ah, do you know? Do you know? You know? By the time you abuse that one, other people will laugh. You pick you also. Abuse you. You laugh. Pick one. Because they can't laugh in their houses. You have to abuse them. There's one, one lady in Lagos that normally does that. I think it's in the UK now. Short like this. Talk like a baby. Helen Paul or something like that. Eh? Uh, went to UK for, to make them laugh. He says, some of you are looking at my skirt, and my skirt is not good. Hey, Mumu, I've, I've, been, I've received my money. It's two million they pay me. I've received my money. Whether my skirt is good or is not good, you better laugh. Long time ago. And the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. So, because joy is important, people are paying for it. One million naira per table. One million naira per table. With popcorn. <laughs> one million to laugh. One million. One million era. Because you come to church. Mm -hmm. In the house. Mm -hmm. Laugh now. Mm -hmm. They say, yeah, you need to go to one million laughter. I say, yeah, maybe I will laugh there. Yeah. Pay that ticket. Something is supposed to receive for free. In church, you are not paying for it. 
have you ever seen some doctor they will look at them and say, Kill him, worry, you know? <laughs> they say, Eh, Joe, eh, 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 you know, yeah, eh, dick, dear, dear, Kemare, Kemamua, Kiki. Don't allow anything to disturb. Just be laughing. Just be, because joy gives strength. Joy is a medicine to your bone. May you never lack joy in the name of Jesus. Psalm 67. Say, don't quench the spirit. Psalm 67, verse 4. Psalm 32. I'll round up and give you three sources of joy you must cherish in your life. Psalm 67, verse 4. Psalm 32, verse 11. Psalm 48, verse 1 to 2. Psalm 67, verse 4. Psalm 32, verse 11. And Psalm 48, verse 1 and 2. Okay, oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for we shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on the heart. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Say, I'll be joyful, I will rejoice. God is in charge of Nigeria. Hello, how many of you believe that God is in charge? Hello, one man this week prophesied. He said, I prophesy, say, very soon. Price of fuel will be 50 naira. <laughs> he said, Hey, Mel. Do you say? Okay, I kill and say, Messi. I say, One year, come on the 50 naira. I say, Uh, Emma, down alone. Then it occurred to me that a man that prophesied that food will be surplus in Samaria. That was the way it was. It, it, it's unthinkable for somebody to think that a price of fuel in Nigeria will be sold for 50 naira per liter. People start criticizing him. That if God opened the windows in heaven. You know, you are criticizing the man that said that at that time. If somebody prophesied and said, God told me, fell with 15 naira per day, what would he say? He said, but now I think they were, show me how they put me, how they put me. Show me how they put me, how they put me. What will make fuel to be 15 naira per liter? He said, and very soon, within the next one year, naira, will be equal to dollar. One naira, one dollar. Ha! Ha! <laughs> uh, okay, come to think about it. Tobada, I will pay for what our Nigerian. Eh? Eh, ni Salomo? See, I'm Nikola and Salomo. We come back home. If it's one naira to a dollar, ah, how come I import your corny? <laughs> so that's how it is. God governed the nation. And God will take perfect control of this nation in Jesus' name. God governed the nation. Okay, which one is the next one? Next one is what? Psalm 32, 11. Then Psalm 48, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 32, 11. Psalm 2, 11. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. If your heart is right, you'll find a reason to rejoice. If your heart is right, you'll find a reason to rejoice. You must always find a reason to be happy. Turn to your neighbor and say, do you have a reason to be happy? Are you upright in heart? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, shout hallelujah.
what's the Bible saying? If your heart is right, joy will enter. Every time you are not happy, know that something is wrong. It's an indices. You must be happy at all time. Psalm 48, verse 1 and 2. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole heart is on the side of the northern city of the great king. Is Do you know as general as that song? Some youth don't know it. Daffy don't know. Ah, you don't know this song? Then you are not born again. Hey, you tell my today. I'm the class teacher today. <laughs> okay, sit down. I will teach you. Sit down. I will teach you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put it on fast one. Let's start from fast one again. Oh, man, you know this song? Ah, okay. Oh, that Eh? Okay, this is a better fashion here. Oh, yeah. Let's sing it. One, two, three, go. Great is the. And greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of His holiness, beautiful for situation, the joy of thy whole heart is Mount Zion, the side of the northern city of the great King. Is Mount Zion. Okay, one more time. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of His holiness. Beautiful for situation, a joy of God. He's tell you three sources of joy you must mind. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Can I hear this one standing? Listen. Three things that normally gives people joy that will last. Number one, your work. Your work. 
do work that make you happy. Your work. And when you are deciding on the aspect of your work you have to do, do the one that will make you excited. There is no age you get to that you can't change your job to something that gives you happy. There's a time you are chasing money, but there's a time you say, ah, I want to do my passion. When people are saying my passion, they are talking about what they love. What you love, the work that you are doing every day can make you happy. So choose a job that makes you, or an aspect of your work that you love. Say, Pastor, I hear you. Good, good. Because I want to be happy. I don't want to pastor a dull church. I don't like dull people. Hey, I want people that are always happy. I'm coming to you. I'm sorry, I'm coming to you. Okay. <laughs> number two. Number two thing that will make you happy is the word of God. He said, this thing I've spoken unto you that your joy, my joy may remain in you. You see, how I know that I'm anointed to preach, to do what I'm doing is that anywhere I stand to preach, there will be joy in that place. I don't celebrate falling. I celebrate joy. Anywhere you invite me to preach. That's how you know a true, genuine man of God. They will give you joy. I invited a man from Lagos. He told me that, oh, my fecu is not good. I said, for where? I'm sending somebody to pick you. I sent two of my students, my member, to go and pick him. Because I know when he preaches, I'll be happy. That is a sign of a genuinely man called man of God. If you are sad coming to church and you enter the church and I start preaching, you must be happy. Something happened in Abundant Grace some years back, so many years ago, that make us sad. And I told God this morning, I said, Lord, this is a test. If you call me, as I stand to preach, there must be joy. Because the mark of God's word is that it gives joy to people. And as I said, among the other, not that I feel like preaching that day. If I ask someone to preach for me, it will be better. But I say, oh, this is my duty. And as I enter to preach, joy enter the place. I've entered a place to preach in the middle of my sermon. The old place, Nabaru, they start shouting. They start shouting. Because genuine word of God must bring joy into your heart. It must bring joy. Apostle Paul says we are helpers of your joy. We have come to give you joy. The Bible said there was more joy in the city when Philip preached. So where the gospel is preached, there must be joy. If you are not happy after my message, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Because the message must give joy. Jesus says, my word have I spoken unto you so that my joy may remain in you. I'll give you how many? Number three, your children. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They give joy. Your children, spiritual, biological. Ah. As my children are getting older, I now see the joy my mother has when she looks at me. My mother will look at me and be smiling. I say, kill her in any and the Bible confirms it. He said, He will give back to a foolish child with sorrow throughout his life. He said, He will give back to a wise son or a wise child who will be happy throughout his life. So that means your seed can give you joy. That is why I'm begging all of you, all of you that are here, take good care of your children. 
good care of your children. No, they are your joy in life. Are you silonji agba? Ani bi ilio badun bi beni liuri. If there is no joy in your heart, everything will look like nonsense. If there is no joy, so if there is joy in your heart, if you surround yourself with what is making you happy, everything will be oh, tell me, okay, Tinubudo has blessed you. You are happy with your work, you are happy with the word, your children are making you to be happy. So, this thing build it around you intentionally. Mm-hmm. So you don't say I don't tell you. You say tell them I'm happy. Oh my, I'm not me do now. You follow my idea, come on, I do. You will tell them. Don't you know you are my joy? Move like I'm not me do. I want to listen to me. You say it to them. Then you prepare it for them. Then you pray it for them. Then you support them to make you happy. Because who carry the joy is you. Don't say, "Oh, did I feel me now?" Because what we call ya, me a good day no way. But could if we enjoy now, I will not give you joy. Oh, day no way, but oh, day no yeah. Because you be sad. Can't you see my father after this girl graduated? When he say, "Shout hallelujah," my father, hallelujah. That's the joy of a mother. That's the joy of a mother. When you labor over your children and they are succeeding, you'll be happy. Nobody can buy that joy. As many of you that are parents, you will not sorrow over any of your children. As many of you that are still children, may you make your parents truly happy. You are not saying that very well. May you make them proud. May you not be a subject of concern and pain to them in Jesus' name. Those I don't tell you. I've given you three sources, hidden sources of joy. Look, if you have children that are making you happy, you'll be shining. It doesn't matter. I told one of my friends, a pastor, that was going around, going around the world. I say, my friend, sit down. Sit down, not all your children, because these are your future. If you don't give them time now, they will give you pain tomorrow. He said, Most, what do you say? I said, Look, I'm the only person I can say it. We serve together, we slept to the same together. If you don't take care of your children, they will give you pain. Come back and sit down. I told another missionary of mine, I said, Sit down, your children. Your children. I have spiritual children that are doing exploits, doing exploits, doing well, very blessed. I am happy for them as a spiritual father. I'm much more happy for their parents. Because that is their number one responsibility. Do they bless me? Yes! Do they bless their parents? Yes! But the parents have double. They have money. They have joy. I pray for you. Your children will not give you pain. The center of God's will is what I preach about today. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Lord Jesus... I walk according to purpose. I will walk in joy all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will surround myself with something that makes me happy. In the name of Jesus, great is the Lord. Greatly to be praised. Beautiful for situations. Go ahead and say, Lord, I'm going to surround myself with joy. 
Joy, 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 all the time. In the mighty name of Jesus, joy. And my joy will not turn to sorrow. In the mighty name of Jesus, the grace of God will work for me. That's number two thing. I will walk in favor with God. I will increase in favor. You better pray for yourself. Walking in favor is what guarantees you walking in perfect will. The perfect will of God is to walk under his grace. Not under the Lord. That is the perfect will of God. I will walk under his grace. I will not be under the law. In the name of Jesus, I will walk under his grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes and look at me. God give vision that leads to your purpose. He will put it in your heart. He will tell you what to do. He will word telling you this is the way to go. That is the vision of God for your life. You don't need a rock size or somebody praying on water to know the will of God for you. He has put it aside you. With peace, with inner voice, with confirmation, God is leading you to your purpose, to his will for you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive vision from heaven that will confirm your perfect will for me. I will not walk against your will. I will walk in line with your will. In the name of Jesus. We are talking about perfection. It's walking in purpose. Walking in beauty. Walking in glory. And you have to walk in vision. You have to have a vision. If you don't have a vision, you are not in line. All things work together for good. For those who that are called according to his purpose. His purpose is the vision that he has dropped in your mind. Do you have a vision for living? Are you thinking about a future that is better than now? Is there a future that God has given to you? So go ahead and say, Lord, this future must come to pass. This is your will concerning me. Lord Jesus, I walk in your vision and purpose. The vision you put in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, I have a desire for a better thing. Let my future come to pass. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Open your eyes. He said, don't despair. Don't be discouraged. The future is yet for an appointed time. Though it tarry, hold on to it. It will surely come to pass. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, my vision for my life will not die. It will come to pass. Your vision is your best friend. So go ahead. I don't care how big your vision is. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what you think or ask. According to the power of God that works in you. God, you can fulfill my vision. It doesn't matter how big my vision is. It doesn't matter how big my visions are. Father, fulfill them. In the mighty name of Jesus, let my vision come to pass. In the name of Jesus, let it come to pass. Let my dream come to pass. Let my vision come to pass. I lay it down before you. I lay my vision, my plan before you. Lord Jesus, let it come to pass. Lord, let it come to pass. Let my future come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Say amen three times.
whatever Rabbi said dream that you have for your future may the Lord bring it to pass Amen. when you are growing old may your vision and dream be fulfilled Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. may the blessing of father Abraham belongs to you in Jesus name Amen. so please know if God can fulfill the dream and vision of Joseph in 12 years he can do the same thing for you. He can fulfill your dream. Even when you don't have money now, don't stop dreaming. Because it doesn't cost money to dream. It just costs faith to dream. Don't stop seeing vision. When I grow up tomorrow, I'll be a champion. I will not be ordinary. And your vision will not fall to the ground in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you may look at me as a small person today. But when you see me tomorrow... You will thank God for me. Hey, you will thank God for me. How many of you am I going to thank God for here? Okay, raise your two hands. If I'm going to thank God for you, say, Father, let me make this church happy. Make my parents happy. Let me source of inspiration to order. Let my testimony, let it be big. In the with your heart. Pray it, pray it, pray with your heart. Give me a turn around testimony. When people remember me, let them say, ah! Look at our life. Look at his life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, everything that I consider impossible, do it for me. In the mighty name of, pray very well. The Bible says, unto him shall all flesh be gathered to pray. If you have a dream, you will pray. If you have a fissure, you will pray. Pray and say, Lord, let my dream come to pass. In the name of Jesus, fulfill my dream. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. All eyes close. All eyes close. Today is a day of the Lord. A day of favor. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus and say, Lord, beginning from now, I will follow your vision, your mandate for my life. Raise your hand up. God has a plan for you. Please don't look at anybody. It's between you and God. Raise that hand up to God very well. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to follow your plan for my life. I make up my mind. I'm going to walk in agreement with you. Lord Jesus, help me and help me. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Father Lord Jesus, as many people that are declaring for you in your name, write their name in the book of life. Let your grace make this journey easy for them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Now open your eyes and raise your right hand to heaven. Say, God, we perfect all that consigns me in the name of Jesus the Lord will perfect all that consigns me. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will perfect. Say it as many times you can say it. You are prophesying to the weak. The Lord will perfect all that consigns me. He will make my way perfect. The Lord will make my way perfect. He will make my way perfect. The one that I serve is strong. The one that I serve is powerful. He will make my way perfect. The Lord will make my way perfect. If 
even when it seems as if your way is dabaru now pray to me and say lord you are going to make my way perfect in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed Amen. father with the miracle working power perfect all that concerns your people and make their way perfect thank you jesus in jesus name we have prayed hallelujah if you are blessed clap your together for jesus and be seated hallelujah